welcome back to the mix table. Thank you for joining us once again. We're sitting down today with Vash Noir. It's gonna be a good one. Tyrone, you ready to talk to these people? Hey, I'm feeling real good in the summer. They say I got the drive like I'm in a Hummer. I'm about to pull up, it's like I'm about to play games. I'm about to shoot from a distance, it's like I have range, but I don't play no games unless we talking boards. I'm a cut him off if he going too short, cause I need the thing longer. I'm about to strong arm ya. I don't know, I'm hot like a sauna. I'm hot in this shit, I might spin my wrist. I come up with this shit, I know I spit, I'm too legit to ever quit. I keep it going, keep it flowing. They say I'm too hot, I put a sweater on, I never show it. Uh, I'm here, finna do the dash, chillin' here with my boy Joe and Bash. We finna turn up like we eatin' some vegetables. They know I eat it up, it sounds so delectable. Riss, 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 riss. Uh-huh. I'm gonna let that sit. Riss, 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 riss. Breathe. Hey, hey, go get him. Hey, ah, pat after pat all summer. Got Vash on the track, it's no bummer. Out here slinging pipe, bitch, call a plumber. This beat is stupid, but it's about to go dumber. Hopping in, yeah, it's seppy on the fucking track. Mm. I heard that last shit you put out, you know that shit was whack. Hey, mm. why you looking at me like I am your dad? Mm. Mm. I don't know what you want from me, bud. Hey, uh, <laughs> like Christmas gift, this is my present. No Janet Jackson, I pull up and you can feel my essence like this magazine. I come up right on the scene. I'm spitting so much dope shit. They thought I was a fiend. No Franklin off a of snowfall, but no, I go hard. I keep a strap around my waist. It's like I had a go yard. I tell them I got mo bars. It's like we at the place. I'm about to take my time. They know I never waste. Hey. And now I'm back in your face, bitch. What you want? Uh, I got the whole menu, bitch. The restaurant. Uh huh. I had to go. Yeah, you know I'm always gonna flaunt. Uh huh. I put that shit in your face, bitch. What you want? Uh-huh. I'm in the truck, in the Tonka, bitch. I'm pulling off. Okay. I'm going fast. Yeah, I'm dripping way too much of sauce. All right. Hey, got the barbecue, and I'm looking at you, and I'm going in, and I'm back. And I'm going, hey, hey, uh, so I think you caught this flow. We about to get it started with this episode. So I hope you can tell by this motion in my wrist how we cook it up. Sitting here, right here in the mix. Hey, that was the end of the beat, like precisely. Fucking you know, sniped it. It's kind of like, you know, easy, easy. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? How are you? I hope you're doing great. Please, 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 please. You're too kind. You're too kind. You're too kind. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of The Mixed Table. I am your host, Tyrone Shivers. Across from me, I'm joined by my DJ, my producer, my best friend, young Seppi himself, Mr. Joseph Middledorf. Hello, hello, hello to all the beautiful people out there. Thank you once again for joining us here on The Mixed Table. I have said this every episode, and I have never been proven wrong. We got a good one for you today. By my side here today, we have our lovely guest today, special guest just like all of our guests here today, the one and only Mr. Vash Noir. 
Facts, facts. Give it up, give it up, give Appreciate it up. Appreciate you guys having up. me in. It's nice, it's nice. Feeling me. Thank you so much for coming here today, man. It really means a lot to us. Coming all the way from the east side down here to Riverdale. It means a lot to us that you could be here today. It's just so, a journey. Y'all know how Atlanta traffic is and shit. Oh, please. We are <laughs> quite acquainted with it. Quite acquainted. Um, well, like I said, you know, I've, I've given you the introduction, but I want you to let the people who don't know who you are, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Shit, I'm Vash Noir. Go bar for bar with any star. More driving the pistons in your car. They know who I are. Fucking Vash Noir. Shouts out New Age. Shouts out Slang Gang. Shouts out Awful. Shouts out Rain Cloud. All the other groups I'm affiliated with. <laughs> shit. Deep Thought. You know we fucking about to make bangers. Uh, shit. That's just what it is, man. All I do is rap, man. Go on Instagram and the name tells you everything you know. Vasky out the poet. All I'm here to do is make art for y'all, man. That's what I'm going to do, man. Just get high and make music for y'all to get high, too. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. You're the first guest to come by and customize our mic here today, so... Yeah, it gets hot in the mask. Shuts out Open. Open definitely made the mask. I always like to rep it because he showed nothing but mad love. My first show in Atlanta, he actually booked me. Really? And I bought this mask from him at his art show. So Love it. It's a part of my career. It's part of the foundation. We were speaking a little bit beforehand and like obviously looks great great aesthetic but you know us us guys here with yeah. like locks and long hair head yeah. head headgear don't really mesh too well but yeah. you make it work yeah you know what i mean it's it's definitely it gets hot in the air it's a little little bit of a process but you know beauty is pain and i'm a pretty motherfucker so that's what it is i love it i love it man <laughs> damn i'm gonna i'm gonna steal that <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so like I said, we're we're happy to have you here though. Uh, I have to give everything here to Joseph here. He is the one who introduced to me. Yeah. He came to me and was like, "No, this is this is the guy we need to have on. He's fire. I like he plays me your music. All we've been trying yeah. to get you on since what like two seasons ago now. Oh, really? It feels like oh so, yeah, you guys are hip. yeah, yeah. So we're finally here. We finally got to do it. And Joe, like you know, just tell him how you came across his music. So your friend Deontay, yeah, the wave maker, wave maker. He uh, he put out. One of his mixes, I can't remember which one it was. I think uh, I remember which one. But he had it had Vash Von Doom, Von Doom on, it. on there, yeah. And yeah. I was walking around. I live in Portugal, yeah. and like I was, I was walking around in this Chinese store in Portugal, and that shit came on, and I was like, yeah. I texted him immediately. I was like, Who the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, who the fuck is he? Who the fuck is he? And yeah, man, yeah. I've been hooked ever since. I the, appreciate it. Uh, the yeah. Mushroom Moon tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. So, are you? Are you into psychedelics? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. A, that's um. How often do you like mix your music with psychedelics? Like, is that a is it a is it a one and the other or is it a together thing or? It's more of like try to speak right. Yeah, into right into my. I got you. Cover myself back, but um, I try to fucking do psychedelics like in certain events. Like, yeah. like, I'm about to go to go on tour pretty soon. Uh, for fish don't throw parties I may have just dropped the ball there I'm sorry Chester I'm sorry But we got some shows lined up It's gonna be a nice little summer But I'm definitely gonna probably do Some shrooms and shit We're gonna be out in LA And Oakland and shit But um, I, I thought of the name Mushroom Moon Actually when I was in high school So the very first project that I ever made Was called Mushroom Moon Okay uh, I put it out Put it on Bandcamp I put it on SoundCloud Nobody really tapped into it But I thought of the name Literally like the first time I did shrooms I just stared at the moon and I just got this infatuation with the moon. It's like one of the most 
beautiful things that I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why. I like water and I like the moon. And people was like, oh, it's because you're a cancer. And I'm like, no, it's because fucking water is beautiful and the moon is lovely. And that's why. <laughs> but um, nah, definitely that's just where it comes from. Um, my project following that is going to be my debut album, Everything Noir. But after that, um, I got Acid in Athens coming out, which is a title that I thought of while I was high on Acid in Athens. But I'm going to kind of flip to Athens instead of Athens, Georgia. We're going to talk about Athens, Greece, and do a lot of that shit, and a lot of Greek mythology, and a lot of things that I learned from, like, college and shit. So um, that's going to be that. And then my third tape in that trilogy is going to be Marijuana Mirage, which is just going to be, I mean, shit. I mean, you got the point by now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely, I'm a fan of psychedelics. I always think you should use them responsibly. Um, I always have a golden rule that I do acid two times a year. I feel like I should give myself a six-month yeah. kind of... Thing on that and shrooms I might do them you know every other month I could probably do a little micro dose and be good but I'm smoking like five blunts a day so I'm not really focused on psychedelics because I'm not fucking sober at all yeah. yeah I think my acid days are over yeah nah you can overdo um, it you can definitely overdo it and it's just it's the duration for me yeah. it's the like when when you hit like hour five, I'm done. Yeah, I've gotten what I, it's I've like got, eight to 12 hours. Yeah. I've worked eight to 12 hour shifts. Oh my God. <laughs> like, and it's just, I've gotten by the time it's done, like I've gotten what I wanted out of it, like yeah. hours and hours ago. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm asking, cause I know you said you were really into like awful records and stuff. Yeah. And one of my first introductions into like music and shrooms together mm-hmm. Uh, was McConan. Yeah. Uh, and that so boy. I was just wondering. Like, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Boy was in the room like two heads on a cigarello. Two <laughs> oh heads. my God. Boy, classics, boy. I classics. Used to sing that all the time. And, and I like, think that's a noisy doc too. Yes, Shouts out to them. Yeah. Song. It's not even a song. Yeah. Now I'm a real fan. I really grew up with them too. <laughs> oh, you really took me back with that. Yeah, that's the way. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember seeing that and was like, well, maybe I should try shrooms. <laughs> and then the first time I did shrooms, I was like, how the fuck does anybody make music? Music while while this is going on yeah no your first time doing any of those is gonna be a fucking task i shot a, a video with chester called african pottery where the whole camera just spins the whole time we were high a fuck on fucking acid it was in the beach house we had shot three videos that day and did the acid and we was like oh we're gonna do acid and like chill and we was just fucking walking around the little island in this million dollar kitchen and he was just like, bro, we got to do a video. I'm like, let's do African Pottery. He's like, yeah, let's do African Pottery. I'm like, all right, cool. What are we going to do next? He's like, uh, we got the uh, camera guy, Inu, shuts out the Inu. And however the rig was, you couldn't point the camera up and it wouldn't spin. So I literally helped him get on top of the counter. We got that first shot, went downstairs to the second floor of the building. Cause it was like four stories in that motherfucker. So we went to the second floor of it. I moved this big ass mirror and we did the whole video one shot. Yeah. And then we were sitting there like, bro, this is going to be the hardest shit ever. And then we fucking sobered up and we were driving back to Atlanta because we did this shit in uh, St. Pete. Like, we were driving back to Atlanta and I'm like, bro, what if it's ass? Because we was high as fuck last night. <laughs> and then when we saw the footage, we was like, oh no, this shit hard. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, what, what part of the psychedelics do you think intrigues you the most? Is it the is it how it sparks your creativity or is it just the, the feeling or the awareness that it gives? This is me speaking as a person yeah, who's never yeah, done yeah, a, yeah. A, a psychedelics. I don't know if you can it. tell. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, what, what part of it is it that you know that that you feel like keeps you coming back? Um, it's kind of just an experience. You know, I, I have a thing where just like I like to overthink. 
when I'm sober. So it's probably why it's a lot of self-medication and it's not a fun answer to give, but I am very self-aware about how I am. So I think a lot of that shit is kind of like, it's nice to be able to do shrooms and like kind of be in your mind and like think and kind of focus on things. It's nice to do acid and everything is kind of like trippy and it's a little visual. It's like a little, a break from reality, if you will. And that's why I do it so sparingly because you can't always be disassociated with the real world. But also, it's fucking tough to live a life to the fullest. And you're always going to have something that you regret. You're always going to have something that you wish you could have done better, that you're not going to have a chance to fix. Whether you get that chance or not, it's not up to you. But, you know, take fucking a night, you with your friends, and fucking microdose and watch a damn documentary on the whales and shit. You're going to feel pretty good for a little eight hours, 12 hour shift. And then you wake up, you feel reinvigorated and... You get back to life. That was that was your break. You know, it's kind of like school. They give us fucking Christmas breaks and summer breaks because they know you don't want to be in fucking school every fucking day of your life. And it's funny because you say it's a it's a break from reality, but at the same time, it's like it takes reality and like puts it yeah right here. Like Definitely. you're not you're not in it, but you're like you can see it. Yeah, and I think uh, that's what's cool about it because it puts everything in perspective, so you know, like I don't have to look through nothing. I don't have to fall for something. I know exactly what it is, how it is. So if I want to sidestep it, it's not me sidestepping into some more bullshit. It's that's all the bullshit. I'm gonna sidestep that for this little time being. Like this is how it is. Interesting. I, I'm still. I'm. I'm one of those. I'm an overthinker as well, yeah. and that's part of the reason I've been like apprehensive towards psychedelics. Yeah. I know I want to do them at some point, but I'm also aware of like you know you have to go into it with the right mindset. You got to go into it with the right people. The first that's time also I, thing. First time I ever did acid. I'm gonna talk about Chester a lot because one of my bros, but fucking Chester took me to the botanical garden. We went to the Alice in Wonderland exhibit, wow. and we were fucking just hitting the weed pen, walking around high on acid was like such an experience was doing photography a lot of video work and i was just kind of like in my element and it made everything good because i've you can fucking break your mind if you're not in the right place so i always say like i'm not going to say that they're bad but they're going to affect you differently so my experience might not be that but i can tell you the steps to try to make your experience the best and surround yourself with like really good people people you trust get it from a reliable source that's another thing because I got it from him and he got it from a reliable source, so I didn't just pick it up off some random guy. I was like, "Oh, I sell acid and coke in the back." Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no wild shit, bro. Like, right. Yeah, if you're just doing that, just do that. So, yeah, it was just kind of like that. So, um, if you're gonna overthink, I say acid's more of a visual thing. So when you do it, it's more of just like things are gonna be tripping. You see things, and it's not that you're not gonna think, but you're still gonna be kind of removed from your mind and shit. And um, my fault. Uh, with shrooms, it's definitely you're in your mind. But I think the cool thing about shrooms is that when you're in there, you start to see things a little bit more vividly. And if you can get a control, and it's not that you're gonna lose control, but if you focus on keeping control of like where your mind is gonna go, you get a little bit more detail out of things. You start seeing things from different perspectives. The patterns start to reveal themselves. The patterns start to reveal themselves. Absolutely. If you ever feel like you're kind of caught in the loop, like you're just doing, no matter really what you're trying to do, you end up back in the same place. That's one thing. And that's, I find like people that party on shrooms is crazy. To me yeah. I, I don't think I've ever left the house on shrooms. Like, and if I did, it was more of like after the shit like, had subsided kind of, cause I know for a fact, like on acid, I've, I've shot videos and I've like done events and shit like that on that. And then even that shit's kind of sparingly like, one or two times maybe three max but in terms of shrooms like if i'm doing shrooms i'm fucking 
working on shit you know what i mean just doing music and like because i'm focused on like a certain thing it's really nice too, just like going and touch like interacting with nature yeah. uh the textures like that that's my big thing is like the textures your shirt your yeah. pants feel great like your socks going and touching a tree and like looking at the leaves yeah. and shit and now what is gonna fuck you up is although it might not do too much for me musically mm-hmm I'm taking like pictures and I'm in the field with the camera. Mm. Different. Interesting. Different thing. I haven't done like shrooms and went out and about, but I have like taken shrooms and been like in the backyard and been like in certain places where I'm like, okay, I could do this. And I've done acid, like I said, at events and shit where I'm like, bro, this shit probably looks fucking terrible, but it looks great to me right now. Mm. So, yeah. Well, you guys have definitely done, uh, done some good promo work here for psychedelics. <laughs> so, uh, drugs, you should try them. Yeah, yeah. drugs, you should try, try them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, use responsibly. Yes, yeah. that's that's the yeah, that's the, the official message of the mixed table is yeah. consume responsibly. Consume consume responsibly. Yes. I'm not gonna tell you don't do it, but if you're gonna do it, try to do it right. And if you don't do it right, have fun until it <laughs> fall apart. Enjoy <laughs> hold on. Yeah, hold on. Enjoy yourself until you can't, because it gets bumpy in that motherfucker. Okay, well I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, Bash, so I, I'm glad to hear like the things you do to help uh what's the word I'm looking for? Heighten your your creativity and things like that, but I'm interested in just how all of this started for you. So you know, we were talking a little bit about uh, off mic about your journey and how you started. Yeah. You've been doing music now for over a decade now. It seems Facts. like, yeah. but I'm interested. I'm old as hell. <laughs> uh, don't don't even get me started in the whole old stuff. <laughs> but um, I'm interested though is just you know how all of this started for you. So yeah. I want to take it back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about where you're from originally. Um, I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. I'm um, from one of the the black areas because Boston's not necessarily the most diverse place. But um, Mattapan is definitely that. So I always say if you're black and you're from Boston, you're from one of three places. You're Brockton. From, Brockton's not even in the city. So that was just crazy because everybody who used to live in those places got mm-hmm. pushed out to Brockton. But if you're not in fucking Mattapan, now it's Hyde Park because they split it. So Mattapan, Hyde Park, Dorchester, Roxbury. If you're not from those four areas... You're not black from the city because they don't let you nowhere else type mm. shit. But um, yeah, no, nah, I'm from definitely proud of what it is. You know, I mean, um, my cousin definitely put that shit on there. R.I.P. Don Julio, and I think that you know, losing him kind of made me look back at like not even just like the city, but the actual neighborhood. You know, what I mean, he got a song where he talks about the first line in the song is fucking O two one two six, and I knew exactly what that was when I heard it, and that's crazy because it's like. I'm motherfucker down here talking about 404 or the 313 and yeah. you know 212 and shit like that. And the nigga said the whole zip code, not even the area code, but the zip code, and it just kind of hits you a little differently from there. But um, my mom moved me out of there relatively young. Um, I can't say nothing bad about her. She made probably a really good decision because it gets hectic up there where a lot of people don't actually know. So she moved me down here with my grandparents, and my grandparents pretty much raised me. So I got a lot of like music influence from them they played a lot of you know the, the 70s the 80s 90s and stuff like that things that they kind of grew up with when they were adults and kind of instilled like values and things like that that i don't think i would have really gotten trying to like find on the streets but i also kind of knew like although i had this kind of sheltered life at home i had friends and i had family that didn't have that and they were kind of running around so when i felt like oh okay well i want to get money i'm not old enough to like really have a job type shit jumped off the porch and ran around the streets and i thought i was gonna be like bro i'm 
super gangster, man. I'm be whatever. And then you grow up and you look at it and you're like, wow, I could like die and go to jail doing this. I need to like kind of fix it. And I think that's what like the music kind of helps. But um, I started rapping when I was like nine. Um, I remember the exact moment kind of because it was um, some award show. I was watching with my grandmother and my mom and Kanye had the Jesus Walks. And they elicited a reaction out of them. They was kind of like excited, and they was like, they loved the song. It was a, it was a good song, and, and you know, at that time, it wasn't like all oh, people doing that. And my grandmother was like, oh, it's a Christian rapper. It's not a Christian. Rapper. Little did we know. Little, little did we know. Yeah. <laughs> little did we know. <laughs> but fucking, she was all for it. So I think I went and I had a a, a fucking Batman toy that wasn't open yet, and I opened it, and I got a pen and I wrote on the fucking cardboard. Of the actual like the ripped off part that the the label came off of and it was like the worst fucking rap ever because i don't even remember the shit and i was like i'm gonna start rapping i got a book and i like kept trying to like do it and somewhere between like me finding music because i like i grew up on a lot of wu-tang uh black star uh black moon i got a song that shouts them out um just shit like that so my mom watched this fucking vhs not VHS, fucking, what's the fucking show that's after MTV? VH1, that's it. They had that little fucking 100 song countdown, the best shit, and we watched it, and I was like looking up these different artists that were doing it, and this was like before the iPhones was like really popping, so I'm like on fucking Dell computers trying to find any information about like artists and shit, and like really buying iTunes albums and shit like that. And I was like, okay, this is like cool. And I kind of like digging through and finding different things and like going back to her or like even just playing music in general and being like, okay, I can kind of connect with this shit. And she gave me uh she gave me two CDs and told me about Black Moon. Cause she didn't have that CD. She told me about Black Moon. I went and listened to Black Moon. I was like, okay, cool. Kinda got a little bit of a style from them. I listened to Black Star, which was one of the CDs that she gave me. And I was like, okay, well, Most Def is probably like one of the greatest rappers ever. And I'm going to get into it later. But since I got a platform, we treat Andre 3000 the way we should treat Most Def. Because fucking Most Def is one of them once. And he's done everything that we think Andre has done, including drop a single album. So, but that's besides the point. But she also gave me the clips. And it was Lord Willing, classic very first line off that shit is players we ain't the same i'm in the cane and guns all i needed to hear i was like all right bet so i already knew like i was gonna have this raekwon clips mafioso kind of energy but i just didn't quite know how to form it and in digging for black moon i found out about probably the greatest rapper of all time which would probably be big l because if you're talking about just somebody who can give you bars, a great song, storytelling, anything that you want out of a rapper, the energy, anything that you want out of a rapper, fucking even performance wise, he was going to fucking Germany and they don't know what the fuck he's saying, but they was fucking with that devil's son shit, which is even a song that you couldn't even, I couldn't even fathom niggas coming out talking about devil's son today. Not that I'm like super religious, but just be like, Uzi got a fucking upside down tattoo and niggas were like, oh, this is the fucking craziest shit ever. Yeah. The satanic panic is back. Satanic sure. panic is definitely back. And think about like you're it's the 90s. It ain't like you can just upload more songs on there. So you're like you get one shot, one song. What you going to talk about? He's like, I'm going to talk about being the devil's son and punching Jesus in the face. Craziest shit ever. But if you actually break it down, like he's like one of the best lyricists. Yeah, I love Big L. Super technical. So I went through having that 90s sound up until about, I say about. 2010 2011 
and I got into like Flying Lotus mm. and I got more like kind of like Todd the Creator and I was like okay well this is kind of still like these guys are lyrical and even when they're not like lyrical like the sounds are different and I remember playing the game called Custom Robo and it has like a lot of house electronic shit so I had never heard like that house electronic music kind of fused into like hip hop until I heard like of you know Sam I Am fucking Flying Lotus guys like that a lot of people in the LA beat scene and I met Chester and Chester had the song discrepancies uh, about who produced it but the, the popular one is that it was produced by MF Grimm and he kind of you know asked for permission to use the beat used it and that shit blew up kind of took him to a platform so being a battle rapper you know anybody who says they rap you're gonna be like alright prove it like yeah. I'm, I'm that you know what I mean like I'm really trying to sharpen my skills and I've been sharpening my skills since I was nine mm-hmm. so when I found other people could rap I was always about I gotta prove it cause when I told you know my uncle and all everybody else it was like, oh if you gonna be a rapper when somebody tell you to rap you gotta rap immediately that's how I grew up I don't have that standpoint now I feel like You know You can't just rap on the spot Don't get me wrong I could still do this shit I'm still that You know what I mean I'm him I'm that nigga But This is one of those things So when I met him I was like Let's battle He was like Nah I'm not really interested I don't want to do that I'm not really for that And I was like Why the fuck Would he not want to battle me So somebody's like Bro you see I can do this video I'm like Fuck a video man I'm trying to see these bars he showed me uh, Phantom, and Phantom had fucking a quarter million plays on this shit. We're in high school. I ain't never seen no shit like that, ever. Not not from nobody who fucking just, I just took history with. You know, I'm in fucking music tech with the dude, and he's making beats. And I'm like, you know, what's so special about dude? You know what I mean? But when I actually got to see him work, I was like, okay. And I think that kind of, like, put me in the path where I was like, I could be lyrical. I could be technical. But I could still kind of experiment with the sounds. And I haven't finished my, my tattoos yet, but the original idea was to get Doom, which I already have. I was going to get the Dropout Bear, and I was going to get the Big L tattoo. Probably going to replace the Dropout Bear. No shade. No, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, I get no, it no shade, but probably going to replace that with you know, somebody else. Uh, well, and on the other side, I was going to get Lil Peep, uh, the, the Cryberry Tat, DJ Screw. If you ever hear any of my shadow mixes, it's definitely DJ Screw inspired. And um, the Nipsey hustle, I check your flat because you know there's a different meaning with, with Nipsey, but he definitely was somebody in the community that I felt like I would have definitely meshed well with because I'm always about this empowerment of my people, and I think that's why I take the the, the careers of the artists that they, they kind of be like, hey, can you help me kind of get my career off the ground? I take that shit seriously when somebody asks me that because I want to see you guys win because I know like for some of these guys out here, if they don't win in this music shit. They're not going to win in life yeah. And they're going to take Somebody else out of here With them And that's just, just Kind of just a revolving Tragedy of what it is Like People don't get They show up the ground And they go back And then shit happens And you're like Damn oh he was so talented You know he could Did this shit And it's like well You know you gotta do What you gotta do You know what I mean Like I, I got a cousin That's fucking Locked up in that YSL Rico shit Wow And I was like Damn I didn't even know You made music Yeah, You was just a wild kid And he's younger than me But I was like You're just a wild kid And if I knew Like oh he was making music I probably would've been Reaching out Not saying that That would've helped But it's Things like that Makes me think Where I'm just like you should always kind of extend the hand out to like people like that in the youth, and I think that ASAP Games is a good like yeah. model for that, and I think that's what I've been doing. That's why when we started, I shouted out Slang, New Age, Green Cloud, Awful, because none of those guys really know each other on a personal level. Not too many of them, mm-hmm. but they all know me. Yeah. So if I can get them to work together and connect that, like that's what I want. I, I'm 
I'm one of those guys who have like fantasy songs in their head type shit. If I hear two artists that I think will yeah. sound good together, I want that to happen. And that's how I build my projects. If you're featured on my album, it's not because I made a song and, you know, I reached out to you, you know, I hopped on it. It's because when I heard the beat before I even rapped on it, I thought about you. Yeah. And everybody on the album, um, I got off track because I'm talking about my album. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was asking for your musical journey, and you've given yeah, me the yeah, whole journey. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this definitely is the whole journey. But yeah, uh, just just that, you know what I mean? Chester sold me my first mic. I started recording music. So that's one thing I was going to pinpoint. I was yeah. going to ask because you mentioned Chester. You've talked about, you know, you guys, your first. Clearly, he's very instrumental in this in this story, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was going to ask specifically, I know he sold you your first mic, mm-hmm. and you could sort of pinpoint that's the day you decided to take it seriously, would you say? I wish I was going to take it seriously anyway, uh-huh. but that was the day where I had access. Okay. And I think that that's kind of the difference because you could want to do something as much as you can, but if you don't have access to it, it's kind of hard to achieve that. And that's why I feel like he's instrumental, not in the fact that, oh, I was going to take it seriously. I, I was trying to battle the nigga. I wanted to fucking rap in front of the whole school and, oh, it's the nigga, this is your king, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm barring <laughs> up. I wanted to do that, but he was kind of like, I don't want to do that. Also, you sound hard as fuck. Here's a mic, and it kind of opened my eyes to like, oh, okay, this is still a competition, but like, and I now I could do something. thing, like coming to Atlanta, yeah. like people... Everywhere else have this assumption. Well, I'm not even gonna say because Ill is in Atlanta too, but mm-hmm. um, it is very. You hear it a lot for people in New York. New York artists don't support other New York yeah, artists because yeah. it's like it is this. No, I'm trying to bury you. I'm trying yeah. to make sure. What Kendrick said. I'm trying to make sure your favorite artist never even heard of you, niggas. Yeah. So, so historically, that's the culture in New York, though. Right. Historically, there's so many talented motherfuckers in such a small block that you got to compete with those motherfuckers in the South. It was the South against everybody. Yeah. So that's why that camaraderie is kind of there because they couldn't fucking be like Outcast couldn't beef with Goody Mob. Right. You know, T.I. was beefing with Lil Flip, but it wasn't like T.I. was beefing with like Jeezy and Gucci at, at the point where it was all trying to come up. You know, once everybody was at the top, you know, fuck it. You know, I got a million dollars, you got a million dollars, fuck you. Yeah. But when everybody's trying to work together, it's always like that. So it's always been that kind of that camaraderie kind of being like, Nobody in these other markets are gonna fuck with us. The LA niggas ain't gonna fuck with us. The Midwest niggas ain't gonna fuck with us. The East Coast niggas ain't gonna fuck right. with us. The South is all the South got. The West Coast had the West Coast is so vast and they had their own style where they didn't even give a fuck what was going on in anything. Midwest was always trying to get like a part of the West Coast thing because they're kinda there, but still kinda got that that southern thing. You get like chopper style and shit like that and bone thugs and all that. Who basically is this fucking three six for the Midwest type yeah. shit to a degree? So I always think that that's like, and, and that goes back to when I was talking about searching for music. You know, you find out the history about a lot of these things, and that's why when people be like, "Oh man, we gotta support each other," well, New York ain't ever gonna really support each other because that's not in the grain in the DNA. The DNA is to always be competitive. So the best person out of New York is the best person New York should be able to give out. In the South, you should be able to build everybody up. Everybody should have a platform to eat. In the West Coast, it's about Whoever got the most fucking Whoever looks the best And sometimes you get that shit Through just Being the best go, Going out there And doing that You know what I mean And in the Midwest They get they still got Kind of that camaraderie Thing They, they got that from the south And they, no, I'm not saying That they probably didn't do it themselves But like It's the same similar thing Where if I talk to Three Chicago guys If it's three Chicago guys And they're not from Separate gangs or some shit mm-hmm. They gonna support the music And if they're not Game banging at all They don't give a fuck What you banging mm. They just wanna see you win Cause it's a hard place To make it out of a place Like Chicago It's a hard place To make it out of Like Detroit Like Detroit had that whole wave Because when one Detroit Nigga popped or got buzzed He put on 50 other people Exactly I ain't know I ain't heard a PZ song Until he got out of jail But they were talking About PZ for years mm-hmm. I'm sitting here Listening to Babyface Ray And V's like Who the fuck is PZ 
<laughs> and then I heard PZ I'm like oh this is fucking PZ Okay yeah. So God ain't been shouting out So I always like that I, I like the, the that camaraderie feel But I also understand that That competitiveness so as much as I, I want to see everybody around me win and we're all working with the same label and doing all that, I still want to like shine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be in the shadow with somebody else. And um, if you ever see me perform, I perform like that. I don't care if I'm going first. I don't care if I'm going last. I'm going to give you a show. Yeah. You know, that's one of the, the shots out Archibald Slim. That's one thing we was talking about when we did the Isle 5 show last year. He was like, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to. I'm gonna set the tone, you know what I mean? I'm gonna set that shit blaze, blah, blah. I'm like, nigga, you go second. I'm opening. I'm setting the tone. Yeah. I went out there, did the first song, did Vash Von Doom, because that's the song I actually come out to. So I did Vash Von Doom, took the mask off, took the shirt off, did 285 after that shit. Then I'm gonna talk to the crowd. Because before I even say anything, you're gonna see me, I'm gonna come out there, you're gonna feel the presence. And that's some shit where it's like, you look at your idols and you look at people you look up to how do they get that and people always tell me like oh okay you can rap good what's the crowd control I, I saw a lot of uh, I saw Alex Wiley every time he's been in Atlanta since I was in college he always bring Kim Bay X and they're, they're cool people I've met him a few times and when you listen to Kim Bay X as, as talented and as lyrical as he is his music sounds different from how he is in show yeah and when I saw him perform, it wasn't how his music sounded. And I actually kind of liked that because his music is very calm. It's very chill. I could roll up. I could smoke to it. But when I went there and saw him live, it was energy. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. This is the same chill song I was just rolling up to. Mm. Now I can kind of get amped to it. And it don't feel like it's a difference. It's just the energy shift. You put your presence in there. On the back side of that or on the reverse side of that, I saw uh, Action Bronson when he came down to the NBA Leather Tour. With Boldy James and all that, and I had just seen Boldy James at Aisle Five when he was the headliner. Completely different energy, completely different show. When I saw him there, he kind of seemed a little bit more, more pulled back, a little bit more reserved. He did, you know, less songs. He didn't do all the songs that he did, you know, when he was the headliner. But it's a different kind of thing. When I saw Earl, Earl is one of the fucking best lyricists in our generation, and he's one of the best live rap performers I've ever seen. Which like. is crazy because I did not like to see him live because he seemed like he wasn't in it. And, th- and that may have been the thing It may have been an off night And I have done shows Where I'm like I don't really want to do this shit But I already took half their money So <laughs> I Yeah guess. I was gonna ask How long did it take you To get comfortable Performing on stage Like did you get it off rip Or did it take some Was there a learning curve Immediately I was a battle rapper Okay It's no, it's no different mm-hmm. When you battle rapping You're not rapping in front of the guy And it's just you There's a bunch of people around You know if you Mess up, and people. they want you to be bad, and they, and they want you to be bad, and they're gonna jump on you at the first chance that you that. So if you slip up and you stumble, everybody's they, they might not even let you finish. Yeah, you might be cooking a nigga for three minutes straight, and they're like, "Yo, he cooking this nigga." You like, uh, uh, everybody, but oh, you trying to finish your verse? And like, nah, shut the fuck up, nigga. You lost because mm. the other nigga rap four minutes, you only rap three minutes. He's yeah. like, damn, like that, like so being around that shit in Boston, not really having too many like. Rappers that we could like look up to. So, do you fuck with Cousin Stiz? Cousin Stiz is actually kind of related to me. He's like I was my cousin. Say he's my cousin. Yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, we. Because we're four seasons into this show and I've never gotten to talk about Cousin Stiz. Bro, like, I'll talk about Cousin Stiz all day. All right, I, I, re- I, remember, I remember the day Suffolk County dropped. I was in an undisclosed location in Mattapan <laughs> and I was in there smoking, drinking with my friends, and it was like Memorial Day weekend. Because my uncle had just had a party. He has a party every year on his birthday on Memorial Day weekend. And I remember just being in there. And we was in there playing Call of Duty and talking. You know, it's four or five niggas in the room, you know, jumping around, whatever. Niggas turning up, playing Waka Flocka, playing that new Future song and shit. And somebody was like, yo, Stiz dropped. 
niggas just didn't do shit. They rolled up five backwoods apiece and played that shit start to finish. R.I.P. Hefe replay. Fucking. But yeah, Stiz is just he's he's one of the ones, and he's somebody who him, Michael Christmas, Vintage Lee, OG Swagger Dick, um, definitely people who I saw I was like that. Uh, I'm actually working with Kid Wizzle who worked with a lot of them. Oh, Big Lino, I can't forget. Big Lino's a street legend, and if you know anything about Boston, you know when you hear Lean for Sale, nigga, that shit's going the fuck up, bro. Like that's how it is, you know what I mean? Those guys are definitely just on that shit, and they they gave hope to, to niggas like me where I was like, oh okay, bro, we could fucking. Go do this shit You know what I mean Like we could do it And then that shit inspired Niggas like DJ Lucas Who ain't even from Boston He's from the western part of the state He can come there And do shows You know what I mean Like I, that was cool with me And even He's not from Boston But even like As a Massachusetts artist I didn't get to see that Like you had the almighty RSO You had Benzino That's there, it There <laughs> is no young Seppi This show doesn't exist If it's not for Cousins Diz and, and Like I, Monda, and, Monda Monda's fucking crazy Like I feel like he doesn't have a bad project. Nah. He knows how to put together a project. He knows how to put together a single. The perfect song with uh City Girls with Young Miami when JT was locked up was a, a perfect He had a win. he had a clip a couple years ago, like the, the shit Uzi's doing now, like he was doing that like two years ago. Yeah. I remember I can't remember what the song was, but he filmed it like in a gas station. Yeah. And it's like this like weird sped up shit, like the beat mm. is just like the dun 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 Hey, I fucking love Stibbs. Hey man, super super innovator. Shouts out to him. Like I said, we're we're related in super roundabout way, but like it, it ain't nothing. Like I've seen his aunt multiple times. I've seen his parents multiple times. I actually I met him at um he was on tour with Kyle not too long ago. Actually, when fucking eighty five caught on fire that day, because I had to drop through that shit to get to the fucking video because it was at uh, center stage and shit. But uh, I met him like that was the first time meeting him and we was talking and i like i mentioned like different people and uh fucking he changed his name but he used to be johnny tsunami but fucking he was like yeah that's my little cousin and i was like oh shit you know that's like that's the homie that's my man's type shit and we was just talking and i was like damn bro like we really like related like <laughs> like even if it's not like on no shit like that it's like it's such a roundabout way it was like nah that's really like family like it ain't nothing for me to go back to if we both in boston it's not out of the realm of possibility for us to show up at the same barbecue. Mm. It's not out of the realm of possibility for us to just bump into each other. Just not even like trying to, just seeing our family doing our own shit, just yeah. being on our own. We still could do that. So that's what I like about seeing his success because even he's like, he's not somebody I grew up with and he's not like super, super like closely tied to like my life and shit like that. But I ain't even gonna say that. I would say he is because seeing him perform and do the things that he's done and kind of put us on the map like that it, it inspires me because when i talk about it, i always say yo i'm from boston and growing up niggas be like oh who the fuck's from boston and you could say guru because guru is from fucking roxbury and he don't claim fucking roxbury and niggas be like, oh he's from new york he's not new york fucking guru is from boston so we have one of like the all-time greats like one half of one of the greatest you know duos ever in gangstar and we don't even get to like properly claim that shit because niggas don't get the fucking be artists in boston you get a little buzz and then you go to new york you're a little buzz and then you go to la now you're a new york rapper now you're a la rapper but you're never real seldom the niggas actually talk about like going back to boston so i actually like the the, the wave that came up from like 2015 2014 up to now like those guys are fucking great and, and shouts out kid wizzle because i heard him on like so many so many different things tim larue uh fucking Beats, hum beats, and a lot of these guys might not even be from the city, but they're just producers who kind of captured that sound and and got it together, and, and it's just crazy. I'm missing somebody fucking huge.
Page, maybe Mike Hector. I have a question for you because you know we've we've mentioned a lot of people who you've come through, you've interacted with, whether yeah. it be Chester, whether it be any of the other people from Boston that you've interacted with, and this has kind of been sort of like a recurring question on this season. Uh, but I want to ask you what what do your relationships or just relationships in general what do they mean to you? Whether they be familial, whether they be friends, whether it be business, just what do relationships mean to you? They mean the world. They mean everything. I'm real picky about who I put myself around, and a lot of people know that. And even in the scene in the East Side, I know a lot of people be like, oh, Vash, he's such a fucking dickhead. Like, he's so mean. You don't like nobody. Like, is that true? Like, you really don't talk to nobody? Nah. Because this is how life works, man. I'm real cute to myself. Like, if I talk to you, I'm going to open up because I feel like I got that trust. And when you betray that, I kind of take it away. But at the same time, it's like, you can't do anything on your own in this world, no matter what, like anything. You can't fucking cook by yourself because there's a bunch of people who fucking make sure that you get the food to your house. You know, the people who build your car to get that, the, the people who actually grow that shit, unless you're absolutely going out there and you're doing everything. And even then, you had to fucking find- Did you make your fucking shovel? Like, you know what I mean? You- like, did you make your shovel? Like, if you're digging with your hands and you like, oh, I got this baby pig, where you get the baby pig from? Where you get the seeds from? If you find them in the wild, then you got to give thanks to the nature at that point. Like, nobody's going to be able to do anything. So that's why I keep good people with me. I always try to keep that positive energy And in music I keep talented artists around me uh, One of my big rules is that If I if I feel like we don't line up morally And I feel like we don't line up talent wise then We can't really work together And that's not necessarily a knock on people But I can't like I feel like that I need to be able to either bring you to my level Or I need to catch up to your level And if I feel like that I can't bring you to my level Then we really can't work because I know no matter who I'm working with, I'm going to fucking catch up because that, that's what it is, you know. And I think a lot of my music savvy and a lot of things like how I go about it and, and do features and, and go and build these connections with different artists, even not even just musicians, but painters and shit like that. Uh, shouts out to all the East Side painters and shit uh, at Mint and otherwise. And Nikki and Owe, you know, I mean, definitely, definitely good people. But yeah, it, it's always like that. You always want to work with people who fucking kind of get it you know and understand you you don't want no misunderstandings about that so your connections are always going to be like a value of you like say that you know you guys have me on the show and you're like oh vash is such a great guy and blah 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 and then they pull up a video and i'm smacking some woman in publics or some shit you be like oh i can't fucking clear you know what i mean and that shit happens to people and you can't always predict that you know i mean You, you gotta judge it on the best thing but if i can see like minor things don't line up that means some major things might not line up and i'm not really lacking on friendship i got one of my closest friends behind me right now <laughs> shouts out louie <laughs> but it's just things like that man and he didn't even know about this shit till like last night i was like you want to ride with me to this shit man because it's a 45 50 minute drive yeah. like i don't want to be in there just bumping my own music back to back and be like it's your art i wanted to have a little conversation on the ride out here so it was cool but yeah it's all about building that connection and even with like what i do like i think ultimately if i'm ever going to be in a superstar realm or some shit it's not going to be as a rapper i'm not going to be as fashion noir the artist is going to be as me the a and 
And I feel like I know enough talented people where if I get the right connections and I can get the right budget for people, I could turn if fuck turning you into, you know, somewhere you can get some cloud and get a stage and get you a platform. I can get you money. You know, I can I can get you to feed your family. And I want to be able to walk into an artist's home or, or meet that guy and be like, yo, I love your music. You know, whatever you're doing outside is rather you're fucking working in the kitchen, you're doing DoorDash, you're fucking in the office or you're fucking on the streets fucking selling whatever the fuck you got to sell. You on OnlyFans selling whatever the fuck you got to sell. If I can help you out and you want to do this music shit, I want to be able to send that life raft and be like, all right, that motherfucker's talented. I like guys like Thug who can see that shit. I like guys like Yams who've seen that shit. You know, I like guys who who go out there and they'd be like, all right, bet. Everybody can get the same opportunity. You can give that. And that goes back to the connections. So when somebody bring my name up, it needs to be that I'm a stand up dude. You know, I'm, I'm organic. If you've seen me once, you've seen me a hundred times because I let you know who I was up front. I'm, I'm not that. And then I run back and be on some like, oh, okay, man, fuck that shit, whatever. I'm going to go in there and be like, this is what it is. You know what I mean? This is who I am. There's nothing like that And if you fuck with this And you fuck with me And everything is organic And then we can build Cause I can't build a bridge To get across the bullshit On a lie Cause if that bridge falls And you fall into the bullshit But if you build that shit On a strong foundation Which is normally the truth And who you actually are It's what it is I met plenty of artists With niggas be like Yo I'm trying to work with you Whatever blah 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 And I'm like Not really feeling it man like, And it's not, not It don't mean that we can't Like talk Like you see me You say what's up I say what's up Cause who knows That first time might not be that cool But the eighth Ninth time I see you I'm like alright Well homie Homie's kinda cool Alright I fucked up You know what I mean I, I you know You a man You gotta admit when you're wrong And I'm not afraid to admit that But like I said That, that connection thing is like It's a make or break thing Because If you're gonna make an, Anything in art Is gonna come down to Those three things It's gonna come down to your talent It's gonna come down to your timing And it's gonna come down to your connections And I always I just told Two artists last night Uh one singer She's fucking great I, I told my other artist Uptown Fucking Work on upping The quality of your art Cause When you up the quality Of your art Every single time When it's time For you to drop You got the best product That you could possibly put out Work on those connections They know me I'm working on connections A lot of times I be interacting And talking with people That might not even Benefit me in my career But I know it will help them So if I'm cool with them I can be like Hey favorite Like Let's do a show They might be like Oh yeah you can perform Me anytime you want No not for me But you know For the homie I, I did the wave show uh, That Rain Cloud does Shouts out to Ray Morado And Lax P And, and fucking Seventh Letter Red O.C. All them dudes And I did that shit Went up there For free You know Wherever venue I had just did Aisle 5 before And I was talking about Man I'm not doing nothing That's not fucking Aisle 5 I went up there And did like Some regular ass shows Some regular ass place Ego out the window And when I went And I did a song with him He's on my last project uh, Deep Noir when I got with Deep Thought And I was talking to him The night we recorded that song And I was talking about My man's on the cut I don't have to do another wave show Another wave show might not really help me Or benefit me career wise And I'm not getting paid for it Not not, not going next You can't always pay people But you know I, I'm not getting anything beneficial out of it But that connection You know what I mean that, that, that was a genuine connection that we had And I really appreciated him doing that Because that was the second time he asked me And the first time I skipped out Because I had to do a show With my other homies and he was cool with that Moved it Asked me to do it again We did it It was great And that's a lifelong friend right there man I definitely appreciate the love Because the people who show you love You got to show love back And that's what it comes down to So when you got those connections like that Now if I got a project that's fucking perfect I could send it to him He might have a connection You know what I mean He knows I might have a connection You know yeah. what I mean So it's just shit like that Okay
Well, my last question for you, um, it's once again, we were speaking off mic and you told me that, you know, you, you've sort of come to terms of where you think you will be placed. Like you're, you, with the MF doom tattooed on you, you understand <laughs> that this underground thing is probably where you will. There's a ceiling. There's a ceiling. There's a ceiling. There's a ceiling for everyone. And you, 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 you have accepted that. So I was going to ask you because we ask a lot of artists on here. I ask them, you know, what do you want to get out of this yeah. music thing? And a lot of them. I feel like are still kind of caught up on the whole. I just want to be successful. I want to be rich. Which, hey, yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with those goals. That's what your bag, goal is. They're not giving out. But bags, there's easier right? ways to get rich than. But this it music sounds shit. like to you, you have, you've understood a little bit more of what this is, and you're a little bit more understanding of yeah. what it is that you want. So I want to ask you, what is it that you want out of this music thing? At the end of it all, what do you want to have gained from your time in this? Real talk, if. When I turn 40, I'm moving to Africa and making Afro pop. Okay. <laughs> but uh, all, honestly, the only goal I have with this music thing is to live comfortable. You know, that's it. If I could live comfortably off my art, that's good. As Vash Noir, the artist, that's the only thing that Vash Noir, the artist, wants. I want to be able to make the best music that I could possibly make and be able to not have to work a job ever again. Whether that be million dollars or that means i live in a fucking a hundred thousand dollar house and i got a fucking camry in the driveway Mm -hmm. and i can keep the lights and the water on that motherfucker that's good enough for me fuck a lambo i want a hellcat and all that shit but fuck it i'll i'll drive a fucking regular ass car in a regular ass house regular ass neighborhood because you know that's what the music been able to get me i don't have to go and do nothing that's better than going to work Way fucking better than going to work Like mm. a motherfucker Another thing with like As an a and I want to be able to just I want I want the next generation of artists That kind of come up to, to look at me and be like Yo like Fash helped me out type shit Like I remember when I was sitting there rapping And I didn't know what I was going to do Fash was the one who fucking hit me up And, and did that Or you know I, I got the my, my partner in crime Or the, the best producer I, I think one of my favorite things is that I've been listening to um, I might play some of the music Later on for you guys But I'm working on a mixtape series With Slang Gang Called Slang Summer mm-hmm. And we're dropping our first project Wednesday mm-hmm. It's called uh, Gotham Nights It was Gotham City by Gotham Nights Which is me at Uptown And in hearing that and curating that I was like okay cool Let's do another one So I did one for Mozzie Shouts out to Mozzie He's dropping next month Dev Dev Slang is dropping in June Uptown's dropping a solo project in July, I got homie Fuego. He's dropping in April, not April, uh, August. And I want to do a whole compilation to kind of close the summer out in September, probably like Labor Day or some shit. Close it out, all of us on there rapping on different things and like that, and then drop my debut in October, hopefully. I don't got no control over that. Label does. Shouts out to Jeff Weiss. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're going to try to get that shit. And shouts out to Eero, because Eero produced everything noir too. I feel like I can't leave him out of the mix. But um, it's just things like that You know what I mean that, That's nothing that's gonna Like really benefit me I mean of course You know Gotham City I'm on it You know The rest of those projects I don't think I have a verse On any of them I, I'm, I remixed the songs I did my little Trademark shadow mixes On them And they're, they're built like Mixtapes And I tried to Break them down Like you could hear A full project And then it's like How would DJ Screw Kind of adjust yeah. it Yeah So like every song on there Might not have a remix On it I mean, sometimes they work. Sometimes they just didn't feel like it. Sometimes they extended the length of it too much. So I always go off a of feeling. I don't really go off of just numbers. So I think that's something that's going to... Another reason why I talk about me being in the underground, that's always going to stop me from being in the mainstream. Because when motherfuckers talk about numbers and streams and sales and you know promotion and all that shit, I don't give a fuck. I made the art. 
the art makes you feel Then put the shit out Yeah Whoever hears it Hears it Now if you can put in A lot of people And a lot of people Can connect with it That's what the label's for And if the label can't do that Then I need to do that And if I can't do that Then as many people Are going to hear it Just the people Are going to hear it You know what I mean Like you You got put on to me Through a, a playlist And which is crazy Because I think I had I had met Wavemaker Probably like A month or two Before he even put me on that Like I met him Not not talked to him But like Seen him yeah. shook his hand Like yeah So it's cool Shouts out to him He's a really cool dude man. He's a really good guy He's definitely One of the best DJs In the East Side If you get a chance To book him Book that motherfucker He definitely got ear Definitely got talent For this motherfucker And I, I say that As somebody who also DJs And has DJed with him At, at the crib And I've been like yeah, he, he knows what he's doing man and I've known him since 2011. Oh, so you know him. I've, know, yeah, I, I've yeah, known him for a long yeah, time. Yeah. And he's been a solid dude, like, mm. since the day I met him. Like, yeah. yeah, just a good guy through and through. Yeah, man. Shouts out. Shouts out Every to all the people. I'm trying to, like, say I said so many names that now I feel like I'm trying to just shoehorn everybody. So when they see it, or if they see it, they're like, yo, you didn't say me. <laughs> you named 150 people, and I didn't make the list. I know. I got I to gotta name 150 more. All these motherfuckers I know. But yeah, him, fucking November Rose on the East Side is going crazy. Um, DJ Tay out of Chicago. You know, Tech Life, Footwork. Guys go stupid He's gonna be on The Aston Athens project Ethereal's gonna be on The Aston Athens project Of course Chester uh, He would not be on there uh, Deep Thought Hero Who produced everything The Warriors of Pow Shuts out the Pow Records And uh, I'm trying to think Of somebody else Well we'll give you Another chance to do that At the end So What we're gonna do now though We're gonna Book in this thing here though We started off with our Little opening freestyle here And we're gonna Close it out here with the freestyle, but I need a little help from you. And you're more happy to join, you know. Yeah. You, you put your money where your mouth is, you know. You're more than welcome to join us. But what I'm gonna need from you with your help, though, yeah. I'm gonna need three words or topics or feelings or whatever that you feel best describe this conversation we've had here today. And then we're gonna use those three words to kind of do like a little, you know, like another freestyle thing. But if you want to join us, we'll try to make it like a little. Everybody does a little eight bars, and we just. Pass it along But that's, that's on and you I'm not gonna pressure you But I'm just saying Anybody came on here And done like a funk flex Like a full on freestyle before Yeah we've had people Like take over And just I, literally shit, Honestly Deontay came in And spit for like We weren't even expecting him to rap Because he was a DJ <laughs> yeah. He came in and spit for like Six and a half minutes That's crazy Because homie ain't never rap for me <laughs> I, I've never seen it And he was like Yeah shit I'll rap with you And then he just like Washed both washed of us it. And yeah, I like it, it yeah, that's <laughs> So It's on you though But I do need those, those Three words though What you got for me Um Damn, three words to describe the interview. Mm-hmm. Y'all words to motherfuckers be asking job interviews. Like, tell me about a time that you had a problem with the coworker. Like, I smacked that nigga. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, this has been a uh, this has been real cool. Okay, uh, real enlightening. Enlightening. Definitely enlightening. Uh, let's just use enlightening. Take cool off. I'm gonna just give you all the worst words I could possibly think of. So okay. Let's do it. Let's enlightening. Do, let's do enlightening. Let's do uh, invigorating. Invigorating. Yeah, y'all gonna have to fucking rap. Okay. <laughs> and uh, hey, yo, talk to the word, cuz. Intriguing. Intriguing. Enlightening. Invigorating. Intriguing. Fucking man's. That's why he's here. <laughs> so we're going in. Enlightening. Intriguing. And uh enlight enlightening invigorating intriguing uh and then we're definitely doing this on a stizzy beat um so i've got a couple i uh down like that gang green gang green's fire we'll go with gang green or maybe like 500 horses 500 horses 
That's definitely one of them beats too. I feel like I should have made five hundred horses. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, damn, I ain't make this. <laughs> All right. Enlightening, invigorating, and I keep forgetting the third one. Uh Intriguing. this is why I write it. Intriguing. Down. Intriguing. Intriguing. Okay. Um Damn, is the Gang Green instrumental not <laughs> on YouTube? Sure, be. I feel like I've heard that. Be. I feel like I've slowed that down before. They got Headlock. Headlock's, uh, headlock's a fire one. Oh, now you said Gang Green. Gang Green's probably the best beat on Monday, though. It's, yeah. Uh, okay, let me. Doom, doom, doom. Shit. Let's what? see. Let's. Uh, I just told you. That's who I think I am. Let's filling filling the dead air, you know. Yeah, no, you're good. Well, let's see. Oh, we look what that money maker bitch do. Mm-hmm. You tell him. <laughs> uh, did you go to the nudie concert? It was a couple days ago. I was gonna go. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and I kind of hate that I didn't because everybody in the world went there. Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw that too. Yeah, I used to work at Onyx, and like fifty strippers I fucking <laughs> follow work. They were all there. In like different parts. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Damn, man. The YouTube type beats just, just does not fuck with Stiz. Damn. Uh, crazy. I figured I had like three and I haven't found any of them yet. Word. Yeah. Let me. Or maybe he's one of those. He's like on that Jay-Z shit. And yeah. He's like, y'all ain't having none of my shit on YouTube. Yeah. Just type in Cousin Stiz and Shamil and start naming off songs. Yeah. Like literally the he's whole. He's like, nah, he bought the, the whole exclusives. shit is not on there yet. He bought the whole exclusives. Uh, yeah, Shouts yeah, out he, to Stiz. That's smart. <laughs> He said, "No, nah, I'll pay for these beats. <laughs> not gonna be rapping on my shit. We'll use we'll use Headlock if I can't find it, but uh, if I can't find anything else, uh, yeah, it's a whole bunch of remakes. Yeah. And even then, well, do the remakes sound good? At least it's not even the ones that I want, though. Oh, it's oh, just it's like, the remakes for the other shit. Yeah, it's just random. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, that's wild. Well, that we'll go. Man. We'll go. We'll go with Headlock. That's a, that's a good beat. The boy got his publishing game on lock. It's only two minutes. Fuck. Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Fuck it, loop the beat. God <laughs> damn. We're just gonna have to make it do what it do. Mm. Enlightening, intriguing, invigorating. Uh, yeah. Hey. Check the clock. I'm the times in. Uh. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh. So check my clock and check my time, man. They see I'm bright when I get to all this rhyme And I'm so enlightening like I'm turning their minds up I'm about to serve them like I was serving them dimes up I say his time's up, you know what I be meaning He think he's smart, he ain't that intriguing I ain't never heard that shit that he be spitting He claiming that he pussy, but I know that he kitten I just really be Ripping these raps, I spit it, that's just a fact I run it like I'm on the track and I'm bringing it back Okay, what's another word that I forgot? I'm intriguing, trying to take it off the top invigorating. They know how I rock I think I forgot to turn up, this is the initiation But now I'm feeling good, I think I'm so invigorated Yeah, uh, hey, uh Put the drink in a headlock. Hey, put the cash in with the bread box. Hey, yeah, I don't miss. It's a dead shot. Nope. Hey, yeah, I'm going in now. I already forgot the fucking words. Hey. Uh, and like, you fucked us with these. Hey. And lighting hey. and invigorating. Hey. Hey. Mm. hey, this shit is curious. Don't know what to do. I'm furious. Uh. I'm investigate. 
Cause I'm intrigued God fucking damn Hey, uh, <laughs> what I be meaning My bars is so intriguing I just got to defeat them I go and repeat it Like I do it again They see when I be rapping The fire come from my skin Cause I'm with all my kin And my family I kill it, it's I had to be No, I'm finna cook it up Like I be eating Hattie B's Uh, boss uh, Damn, I'm gonna just uh, yeah. It's two minutes. I'm gonna find another beat. I'm about to like, say, yeah. I'm still you know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm so, in it now. So let's see. Let's thing. just we'll get with a cousin Stiz tight beat. Okay. Um, be a hard random ass beat. Man. Yeah, let's see. Let's find one that's more than two minutes long. Mm-hmm. We're in it now though. Mm-hmm. We're in it now. Let's see. Uh, here's one at three and a half. I'm just gonna go with the one with the most views. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be some boppers. All right. Ooh, I'm loving it already. Ah. Hmm. Uh, Mm. Intrigue, invigorating, and enlightened. Ah, hey, it's off the top. They sleeping on the boy, I'm pulling out the cops. They see just how I rock, like I stay with the guitar. I pull up on your block, I ain't talking no H and R. They know I'm going hard, that's the opposite of soft. I'm the big boss, like my name is Rick Ross. That's the type shit, I write it down on a statement. I shine bright, like I had enlightenment. Nah, they hella bent, like a paper clip. Uh. Take some time, I might make a clip And cut it up with the scissors I'm going crazy like lizards And I'ma leave it leaning like I'm tripping off of the scissor Uh, hey, I'll hop in, I'll hop in, let's go Uh, I'm hopping, I'll hop in, I'll hop in, let's go Okay, hey Okay, now here we go, here we go, here we go Okay, I'ma okay, catch, I'ma yeah. catch the one okay. Yeah, yeah, okay hey, Young Sepp and Tyrone, I'm down like that all okay. these people, they coming up to me, how you sound like that? They want to know where I am and where I stay and where I go. Okay. And what I do every day when I leave the house to go to uh. the store. And I'm going to go figure out the words. Hey, this shit's intriguing. You got to pay attention for the birds. Yeah, I'm flying. You know I'm never lying because I'm in the fucking sky. And you know I'm fucking zooming because I'm booming. You know I got the shit. It's invigorating. Oh, my. These fucking words, uh. man. <laughs> Hey, gave us these words we didn't know what to do And now we granting our wishes like we looking at a magic moon mm. No mushrooms, I come and bring doom I don't know what I must do, excuse me if I got an attitude Uh, it's what I like to do with Uh, hold up, hold up Hey, see I make it disappear like I'm making some magic I took control like I had to grab it No rabbit, but I just got through by a hair I'm on the beat, I'm playing on it like a snare But, uh, it gets intriguing When I come through these rhymes I never need to read them Uh, I go and bleed them Uh, hold on, man, I'm too clean With all of these flows, open these doors Everybody hit the flow I'm getting all in their pockets Cause I'm needing the dough No cookies, don't play me I'm not a rookie But place the right bet Like you was out with the bookie uh, I'm raw, kinda than sushi This is how I do this thing I'm the shit, no duty But check the call I'm balling on all of y'all I press pause I shit it on them like I'm out the stall So... A round of applause, I need to see some hands 
Have a seat, I don't think they understand That I be's the man and I don't need no plan And I'ma keep this thing cooking like it's fresh out the pan Oh my God That's Oh my goodness Woo. Woo. There it is You know I didn't get all the words in there, but you know, we 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 tried to get it in there where nah, we could. I but. made it hard on purpose because y'all be rapping all the time, man. Like. This this was a good for me. Like I was starting to get like a kind of big head. Like <laughs> this was always the hardest part of the show for yeah. me. And this season's been going really well. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm really kind of the shit. Mm-hmm. And I needed I needed to be humbled. Yeah, that acid with, wore off, man. Back to reality. Yeah. Oh well. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We've made it to the end once again, Vash. Thank you so much for coming here and just being so insightful. You've given us so much. Ooh, insightful. Damn, that's another one. That's a beat on our rap for y'all. <laughs> at least. I'll leave it at y'all. Oh, okay. He said put I, a beat on. Okay. All right, shit. What, do you, what kind of. Shit. I don't what are you in the know. mood for? I don't know. Surprise me. Just I surprise him, okay? I don't really give a fuck. Surprise type beat. Surprise type surprise beat. Surprise type beat. Boy, it's a surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Some fries, motherfucker. <laughs> All rise, motherfucker. <laughs> Some pies, motherfucker. Uh, they tell them lies, motherfucker. I despise, motherfucker. Shout out to Vine. Shout out to Vine. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine. <laughs> what you got for us? I typed in surprise, and the first thing that popped up was a young nudie type beat called Chick Fil A. Wow, okay. that's a surprise. Got that. I said, if I get the bread, I'ma need it by the loaf Mm. If I get a slice, grab the butter, get the toast Mm. Keep a baguette light everywhere I go Mm -hmm. And at least a baker dozen is the only thing I told OG, say you get the pounds, you get the cake And if a nigga hate, pray that he don't wanna bake Mm. You, all for the dough, three bay goals Keep it on the rack, so day cool Smooth, uh, nigga, smooth, and I wanna sing it through. What you wanna do? No, I'm trying to stay true. What you trying to do? No, I'm trying to bust a move. Trying to bust a move. Like Sunday is my day off. I'm little chick for ladies, bitches want my sauce. They can't get shit from me. I'm vibing like I'm world boss. I'm trying to hit a play, run that check up. I was thinking just the other day, reach for your pants, slam your man. Bully like I'm bubble ray. That first one jam, I switched the hands. We gon' let that other spray. Only way you make it out is if your baby mother pray. A cycle full of violence at the point there ain't no other way. I'm throw like a discus with this little. Thick miss, think I should I risk it? You wanna fuck you out of luck, girl, you get dismissed. And now you lurking in the cut like nigga tis tis. Could give a fuck less, could really give a fuck less. Because my government gon' treat me like a cutlet. I'm lighting up another blunt, I whisper fuck stress. And all my problem in the ash of these duchess, ash of the duchess, rolling up another raw. So high, I be high playing new Akai So low in my room with a new pound No TV and I got surround sound Your cries get drowned out in my mm, town My side of town, all you heard was bow bow You better bow down, triple like a sad cow Like a I can, hold on, hold on, I got, hold on, say, I say, I say, I'm live from Suffolk County like it's R.I.P. to Monda. One night only trying to find my next thrill. I did this just for you, and you know I still will. Mm. Know I spin the block for anybody spill, like. 
that's my hood, like, that's the titty, like, see some titties, like, in the city, like, I'm in Magic City looking for the titties, like, blue light on me, that's the titty, like, uh, I'm up in Onyx, got that bitch on phonics, uh, I'm up in Bonnets, rolling up the chronic, uh, I speak Ebonics when I'm on the track, uh, you hit my line if you need a pack Go to war like Iraq You need a chopper nigga I'ma pull up all black I gotta stop a nigga if you got the tall flash Them helicopters nigga You get hit that tall blast What the fuck they call that nigga I'll be all vash <laughs> Did you say triple like a sow cow? Yeah. That's that's the first free uh, fucking figure skating bar in forty episodes of the mixtape. I do this, crazy. nigga. I'm cold, nigga. Damn, that was straight, fucking no crazy. Damn, I guess <laughs> next year I got to do a Christy Yamaguchi bar now or some shit like that, or a Tanya Harding or something. Ooh. But <laughs> next time, wow! Thank you so much for that. Once yeah. again, another. We've only handed out one holy shit chant this whole season, and it belongs to you. That niggas told me to rap. I told you I could rap. I really I do. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. Literally, the beat came on. You went for three minutes straight. Like, yeah, that shit easy. And man. he could have went for three more. Yeah, I heard. 30 more. Yeah, yeah we, if we, we needed to. Shit, man. You, know, you killed that, man. I really appreciate that. Hey, Once again, no man, thank you so much for coming by here and just hanging with us and talking with us and, you know, just being a little open and revealing about your, your story and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I guess... <laughs> The last thing left for you to do, this yeah. camera here, let the people know what you, well, this episode slated to come out midsummer, June-ish. Okay. Oh, June. Okay. okay so okay, tell okay. the people what they, what you got coming up in the upcoming future, where they can find you, the people you work with, yeah. the, your, your work, and all of those good things. So it's about to be an hour straight, so you better show <laughs> everybody's name I'm about to say, you better go Google them niggas, man. You better go to your Spotify, your Apple Music, your SoundCloud, your Bandcamps, where else you sell music at? Everywhere, nigga. Just pull up to the block, nigga. I'll play this shit for you. Pull up to my crib. You see me at the Chick Fil A, hop in my car and be like, "Yo, can you play me that one song you was talking about? I might kill you, but you gonna hear the song when you die." But anyway, um, shit. Uh, shouts out to Killian. God is blessed. Is coming out uh, May 16th. Uh, Gotham City uh, by Gotham Knights is coming out the 26th. So I should be out already. So those two are gonna be out. Uh, Slang Summer Dev, Slang Summer Mozzie should already be out or on their way out. And then Uptown's on his way. So that Slang Summer Uptown's coming out. Slang Summer Fuego's coming out. Slang Summer Compilation. Everything Noir is slated for this year. And if Powell don't drop it this year, next year for certain. <laughs> but we're definitely going to drop that. I got uh, two more EPs slated. I've dropped so much shit. Um, shouts out to everybody featuring everything Noir. Uh, Cootie Breeze, you got a song out. Banger. Go check that out. AJ Suede out of Seattle. Shouts out to him. Another special guest that might not be on there. Might be on there. I don't know. You guys send the verse. You know who he is. Uh, Chester Watson, Kent Loon, Gabe Nandez, Archibald Slim, my power family. I appreciate each one of them dudes for like what they've done. Uh, shouts out to Eero, full production on that shit. Uh, Aston Athens will be out next year. I don't know when I'm going to drop that shit, but that's got production from November Rose, hopefully. Uh, DJ Tay's definitely gonna be on there. Ethereal's definitely on there. Chester Watts is not gonna let me drop anything that he's not producing besides his everything noir tape. <laughs> Fucking who else is producing on that? A bunch of special guests, man. You're gonna see me with a lot of different people. Um, 
and just keep supporting man if you like what you hear reach out i'm not hard to like get in touch with even if i don't respond to your dm like a picture i might check your profile out you know what i mean at the very least i appreciate everybody i'm just an introvert I'm sorry but yeah no just keep showing love you know what i mean if you see some money i hope extend a hand if everybody's good enjoy the moment you know you gotta be by yourself be by yourself you gotta be with other people be with other people but at the end of the day all we got is ourselves you know what i mean black is beautiful black is wealth fashion noir you can find me v-a-s-h-n-o-i-r you know what i mean new is the crew slang is the game shouts out the awful shouts out the ring you feel me I mean, and again nigga i'm fashion noir i go bar for bar with any star boy driving the piss and see your car you know who i are Joe, you know what time it is. In the description of the video, in the description of the podcast, you're going to find a link with a playlist of every single beat that you heard on here today. A lot of these people only had like 10 followers, and you heard the beats that were playing. Go check them out. Go check out their beat stars. You got friends that make music. You got friends that make art. You got friends that cook. You got friends that sell drugs. You got friends that do shit. Support some local business. Support your friends. Spread a little bit of love. By the time this episode is out, That Was Fun Now What will be out on all platforms. YoungSeppy.com, check out my merch. It's available. It's it's reasonably priced, true, and it looks good. Uh, other than that, I think I'm good. Tyrone, take us, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that is going to do it for us here at the Mixed Table. Once again, I want to thank Joe for doing what he does over there on the ones and twos. And, of course, I want to thank Vash for doing coming through and just spitting the bars and just being open with us and having fun. Yeah. And, of course, I want to... Shout out our friend back here for being friend back there. Actually, actually, my fault. Let me let me give my man five seconds. He just dropped the song. He drops the song every single Friday. Come, come, quick, 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 quick. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> and I gotta give him that because he wrote out here with me. He dropped a song every Friday. Appreciate Vash Noir for giving me this opportunity. I drop a song every Friday, and I ain't gonna take up too much time because this is for him. <laughs> uh, Antoine Lewis, A N T W O N L E W I S R R on all platforms. Bam! So once again, thank you to everybody who could be involved here today, and once again, thank you to all of you for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening. We're just happy you could be here. So tune in next time where we're gonna have somebody sitting in Vash's seat, and we're gonna be mixing it up. They ain't gonna rap like me though. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. And if they do hit my DM, we got work.